It says you are live. Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome to my live reaction to One Piece manga chapter 1094. It has been a while. It feels good to be back, and the one thing I know about this chapter already is the fact that there's not going to be a break next week, so I'm in a very, very, very good mood. I hope you all are as well, and I'm also in a very good mood because we have a sponsor for this week's episode. So I want to give a shout out to my friends over at Casetify right at the very beginning of the stream today. I have a little video to share. I put this together for something that Casetify sent over. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So give me one second as we're still setting everything up. The chapter still isn't up on Viz yet. I'm still waiting for the chapter to be up on Viz. Let me share my quick little uh, sponsor message from my friends over at Casetify. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. I think you guys are going to like it. So Casetify just sent me this really cool One Piece themed box, but right on the front, it says absolute justice, do not open on it. So how the heck am I supposed to do an unboxing if I can't open the box? Wait a minute, I've got observation hockey. Let me actually coat my phone with this and then use this as an x-ray lens. Now to be fair, I've never tried this before, so hopefully this works. Okay, it looks like some type of Den Den Mushi. Beta. ペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペラペ
the Zoro page is indeed for Monster. If anybody in the chat knows when the Monsters anime adaptation is going to drop, let me know, because we will for sure watch that. It feels like kind of early for it. I don't know. I'm surprised he's already doing it. You'd think he would do this the week of. But then again, I guess he did like color spread things for the live action months before the live action came out too. So, all right. No date so far. All right. Well, here we go. There's not even a date for it and he's doing this? He's trolling. He's teasing us. I want to see more of this. He's teasing us. All right. Here we go, here we go, here we go. I am very, very excited to read this one. All right, 1094. All right. We uh, wipe out all the Navy sailors on this island. And then you can see Authority Chip, Sent Tomorrow, Vegapunk, and then the Five Elders. Chapter 1094, Five Elders, Godhead of Science and Defense, Saint J. Garcia, Saturn. This is what I'm talking about, Oda. Give me more of that good stuff. Okay. Also, immediately, right from the very, very, very beginning of the chapter, they're showing us that brief little glimpse of something that we talked about in my previous live reaction, which, of course, was the whole thing with the authority chips and how the only one that would be able to override Vegapunk. And here we go. <laughs> All right. So this is going to be fire. So obviously, he's going to reveal himself. All hell is going to break loose. And we are looking at the... Um, you know, the, the O'Hara-sized incident. All right, here we go. Was that an order from Vegapunk? That is not good. And you've got the shh, shh, shh in the sky right now. As you've got all the soldiers walking on, you see the Pest Feast over there going the beep, 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 beep. And you can hear everything going off in the background. You see the laser beam charging up. Stay away from the pacifistas. And you got the other one charging everything up and screaming. So does this mean that Vegapunk came down from above? Wait, look up there. I also didn't even realize that uh, <laughs> that one little image that we're seeing looks like a giant bottle as well. That's kind of cool. I like that. Search for Bonnie Atlas. So what's coming out of the top of the bottle? All right. Bonnie, how is this thing driving straight down? We should be falling. By their nature, the island clouds will clump together. Bonnie, Bonnie, where are you? And you've got all of them in the Vega Tank 8. <laughs> Atlas and Frankie and... Is that... Oh, no, that's Sanji. Never mind, that's Sanji. My eyesight was bad. That's Sanji and Vegapunk all inside the Vegapunk... Uh, the Vega, yeah, Vega Tank 8, excuse me. Keep saying the Vegapunk 8. The tires of the Vega Tank are made of island clouds, which means they will not plummet off. All right, cool. Uh, I found her. You did, Sanji. When my lady... <laughs> When has my lady radar ever been wrong? That's my guy right there. <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds very unscientific, but I'm going to take it on faith alone. Let's go. Thanks, pal. Only problem is this tank ain't up to my speed, so I got to go check on her. Sanji, wait. And he's dashing out of the Vega tank. Don't tell me Sanji is going to be the one to see Saturn first. <laughs> That'll be... Yo, if... Wait, hold on. I have to stop real quick. I have to stop real quick. If the first person to run into a Gorosei IRL ends up being Sanji, that means I can bubble back up that theory that I think has been long since debunked prior to when we even knew about the Vince Smokes with the Only Alive poster where I thought that one of them was Sanji's dad or someone related to Sanji. That's wild. Now, I don't think that's going to end up being the case anyway, but it would be funny if the first one to see it would actually be Sanji. I don't think that's going to be the case, though. All right, let's keep going. Sanji's running all the way around. This is fire. All right. Bonnie. Bonnie, the pirate's over there. Well, it's a good thing that the pacifistas are on our side now. Meanwhile, she's flipping out of there. 
Ooh, ooh, great shot of her too with the hood holding it down. I see jewelry bonding. Wait, 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 wait. Huh? Near death experience? What? She could do that? She could age them to death for like a second and then bring them back? <laughs> it's actually, that is amazing and also horrifying. Why has she not done this before? She, can she only do it once? What in the world? She straight up turned that man into a skeleton, popped his eyeballs back, and then he fell over and was like, I saw the river sticks. Get back here, Bonnie. That is horrifying. Bonnie's NDE attack. Yo. There's no escape for you. Meanwhile, she's coming face to face with PX346. Look it up. That's got to be weird for her, too. Every time she sees a pacifista, she sees her dad. Yo, near-death experience is actually fire. That is, that is really, 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 really cool. Okay, here we go. Let's continue. Hmm? Navy HQ Admiral Bluegrass. Vice Admiral Bluegrass on the back of the pacifista. I can control an individual regardless of anything else. As a driver with the ride... Yo, wait, the what? With the ride, ride fruit? I could take a ride on anything and anyone. Pause, lady. If I kill you, will that undo the curse that you put on our soldiers? Give them back their proper ages. And she can't even fight back. She's just seeing Kuma's face like, Dad, the ride, ride fruit? Why of all the characters does Bluegrass have it? Give it to Viola or someone. Bluegrass? She's a driver. Bloody. I gotta get my... <laughs> We're blades and drivers. <laughs> She's coming from the Xenoblade universe. What in the world? Okay. Come on, Bonnie. Don't start spacing out now. Cool, we got Sanji and Bonnie. Okay. I heard about how you're Kuma's old man. Oh, excuse me. I'm, I heard about how Kuma's your old man. But please, Bonnie, you gotta be smarter than this. Or else you're gonna... Ooh, we got another guy? Otter Hammer? <laughs> Somebody with the otter otter fruit? What the heck is it? They all have weird fruits. I can't get over the ride ride fruit. That's so interesting. I wonder if you can use... Well, hold on. We'll talk about it later. I'm, I'm doing the reaction right now. We, there's stuff to speculate on later on. That is still so interesting. Now you got a guy with an otter hammer attack. All right. Let's just get the heck out of here. Okay. Sanji, Bonnie, get on. All right. Vegapunk screaming. The two of them got to get back on the tank. Vegapunk, the pacifistas are on our side now, so come on, we're heading back up. Yeah, the only one that wasn't was, of course, the one that can control anything regardless of, you know, what the authority chips, which, I mean, I guess is really good that Bluegrass is here. She makes for, you know, her devil fruit power is perfect for what's going on right now. Man, the Labo phase. All right, we're going back. More Luffy Kizaru? Kizaru's like, listen, I'm sorry, but if I spend all my time on you, I can't fulfill my mission. But he's huffing. The man is breathing heavy. And Luffy's going, yeah, but that's my mission. And he's breathing too. And I can't have that. Meanwhile, he's roadrunnering up in the sky. <laughs> huh? See, Oda's got to stop doing this. Hold on. Oda needs to stop this. I understand showing Luffy, Luffy and Kizaru. But why, if we're not going to see more of it, why show at the same panel with Luffy and Kizaru? Why show more of Luchi and Zoro? 
Give me a full chapter about it. I don't want to see little glimpses of them looking in the sky. What is this? What is this unearthly presence? What is this? Hurry. Hurry, hurry, hurry. But it can't be. Okay, so now we've got... Wait. Wait, 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 wait. We got a lot of stuff going on here. Wait a minute. Okay, oh, that's the, um, the punk-looking girl, the Hot Topic girl. Okay. And then you've got this guy with hair. So I'm assuming this must be Saturn then. What is this unearthly presence? Hurry, hurry, hurry. And you got Nami and Chopper still holding down. Wait. Pacifistas, stand down. Okay. Okay. So he's transforming then, I'm assuming, at this point. Huh? What is this? The pacifistas aren't escorting us anymore. Follow your orders. Why? Why? The only thing above us on the authority hierarchy is the five elders. And you're so... Oh, dude! Oh, my gosh! Oh! Oh, man! He's got, like, a satanic circle that's summoning him? A magic pentagram? This is odd. We have to hurry up. Something bad is coming. Alert to all units on... Oh, my God, dude. This... I'm getting chills. <laughs> Transmutation circle. This is odd. Let's hurry on. Something is coming. Alert to all units on location. Saint Elder. Oh, excuse me. Saint Saturn of the five elders is disembarking on Egghead. What? And they're going, the five elders? Commodores and below are not allowed to have an audience with them. Yo, and you can see the Vega tank going up the clouds. Huh? Look at, the, oh my gosh, dude, the hype, the hype right now. What? What is with this explosion? And the five elders, they came all the way here. Five what? The highest authority in all the world. Frankie's like, say what, bro? We've got to get out of here right now. Hold on tight. Yo, he's climbing out of the pentagram. Dude, I'm hearing, this is literally what I'm hearing in the background right now. I'm hearing... Bum 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 <laughs> like as he's rising out of the ground. I'm sure it's gonna be even scarier than that. Almost like the dun 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 like coming from Ganondorf's tower, black lightning going all over the place. Yo And Sanji's looking down going, something is coming out of that circle. Okay? Tell me we see what he looks like. Yo! Yo! What is this monster? Don't say it. I have a feeling. What? I don't, wait, 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 wait. Is he straight up a devil? Wait, 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 wait. Highest authority in the world. Five elders. Godhead of science and defense. Saint Garcia Saturn. The surface. It's been such a long time. And the Commodore looked at him and he said already, don't look at him, he's going to take him out immediately. Did he blow his head off, bro? What is that? You can see the other dude looking over like, what the heck? St. J. Garcia Saturn. Highest authority of the world, five elders, godhead of science and defense. And he says, the surface. It has been such a long time. So he's got like the awakening smoke around him. He's got devil horns. He's got, like, spider legs, too. What the heck? Is this, like, the Cuphead version of the devil? Like, I don't know if you guys have played Cuphead, but, like, you know how the final boss of that game, you fight the devil and he turns into a spider or whatever? 
what the heck? St. J. Garcia Saturn. What is this horrible thing? <laughs> Bonnie. <laughs> Up above, watch out. Wait, are we going to get them fighting him? The island clouds. So, okay, the things are breaking. Kizaru's shooting the... Huh? Oh, so close. Meanwhile, Luffy's coming back. Stop right there, Kizaru. Bulk it up, come on. Boom! You must be reaching your limit now. Please, please, Luffy, do something. What? What is that? I'm, huh? And he's sending things back. Star gun. Gum gum star gun. Knocking him out with like the dizzy stars? Oh, this is cool. Wait, did he go? Wait, 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 wait. He, oh my gosh. Hold on, I just took a look at what he's actually doing. Luffy swings his arms, punches into Kizaru, and using his powers, literally forces his fist through Kizaru's head. And you've got the little dizzy stars around him, like Looney Tunes Space Jam style. Gum Gum Star Gun, bonk, directly into Kizaru. Kizaru's tanking it, though. Like, the fact that Kizaru doesn't have a shocked expression on his face, that he's literally just standing there like, oh. He said, I'm seeing stars right now. And that's my limit. Oh, and Luffy, okay, so Luffy's out of Gear 5 then. So that's like his new maximum attack in Gear 5 is Star Gun? Gum Gum Star Gun. So Kizaru, did he outlast... Luffy? He might be seeing stars, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's down for the count. Unless that, that attack is like a one-shot knockout KO, making him dizzy, literally seeing stars, and then he's out of there. But I don't know. Because he's at least thinking. He's not unconscious. He's saying, I'm seeing stars. If he was actually knocked out, he wouldn't be able to say that. He'd just be gone. As crazy as that panel looks. Either way, he got sent flying. Luffy's coming on down. Oh my god. And Saturn! And Saturn looking up in his weird devil spider form says, Nika. <laughs> and he sees the sun god. Oh man. As Luffy comes crashing down to the ground. So he knows... Well, I mean, to be fair, they would have known after Wano, too, because they're the ones who told us about the fruit in the first place, about the Sun God Nika fruit. Yo! And he comes crashing to the ground. The Vega tank is crashing to the ground. Dude, this shot right here is crazy! This is wild! Saturn! Are you okay, Vegapunk? And you've got Frankie looking down, holding Vegapunk. Meanwhile, Sanji... Atlas, are you hurt? Holding Bonnie. So the first ones to stand in front of Agoro say are Frankie and Sanji? Two of my goats? They're the first ones. And Vegapunk and Atlas and Bonnie too. When you, if you would have told me years ago that when we have our first confrontation with Agoro say the person that would be present with us would be Bonnie, I would be shocked. And we're getting a very clear, full shot of Saturn in his awakened devil fruit form right now. Again, spider legs and devil horns. Saint Saturn. Indeed. I thought we had already killed you, Vegapunk. Oh, 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 
Oh, man. I gave an order. Vegapunk. And Bonnie's thinking back. Bonnie? Bonnie, wait a minute. Bonnie yanking the sword out. Bonnie, no. He must not have any will left. But that'll mean... She's the... F oh, my God. What? He must not have any will left. That means that Kuma is... The first one in the series to lay hands on a Gorosei is Bonnie? What? And she's slamming the sword down straight through his beard into his little devil spider gut. And she cries out, Saint Saturn. As Saturn looks down, he's got those jack eyes. He's at the ready. What the heck? To be continued in One Piece 1095, and there's no break. And there's no break. Oh! And there's no break. Oh! Yo! This chapter is incredible. Incredible. See, this is what I'm talking about, guys. This is what I'm talking about. When I said last week's chapter, or last chapter, which was two weeks ago, I guess, at this point, when I said that chapter was just okay and people were getting angry with me because they're like, what are you talking about? It's Luffy versus Kizaru, all this other stuff. And I was like, well, there were some pacing issues and we saw things we didn't need to see. No. This is what a banger One Piece chapter looks like right here. These are revelations... Cool clashes, new attacks, giant world-building revelations. Like, what the hell's even going on with his pentagram summoning thing? Bruh. This is what I'm saying, man. This is what I'm saying right here. This is the kind of reason why I read One Piece, bro. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Literally all hell is breaking loose. We have this devil thing running around. What even is Saturn's? I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm honestly, I don't know his devil fruit. I don't, if that's meant to be like some type of mystical creature or something, I don't know what that is. Like I said, I don't know if he's just meant to be the devil devil fruit user, but I don't think that's the case. Because I don't think the devil always necessarily has spider legs. The only time I've ever really seen that is Cuphead. Maybe if it's like a yokai or something that I'm not familiar with, I could see that too. Um... There's a lot of, like, mystical creatures that are in Japanese lore that I know nothing about. And so I'm going to rely on my chat to tell me what this is. Because I, I don't know. If it is something other than a devil fruit, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So you guys tell me. But then, even in addition, I, I'm sorry. I'm, like, I'm losing it. This was really, really good. I'm genuinely, like, I'm reeling back a little bit. Hold on. This is crazy. So... Bonnie is the first one to lay hands on a Gorosei. This Gorosei has this crazy devil power. Luffy has a new named attack, the Gum Gum Star Gun, that sees his opponent seeing stars, seemingly knocking out potentially Kizaru, but running out of Gear 5, showing there is a limit, which is exactly what we needed to see. We needed to see this. 
This was so important that we needed to see this. There were so many people talking after Gear 5, after the announcement that Gear 5 is the most ridiculous power in the world, that it has no limits, all this stuff, saying, so Luffy could just go on forever and use Gear 5 and do all this stuff. Clearly, he can't. Clearly, he is still training it up. He does still have a limit, which is good, because then that means that because Gear 5 is already such a crazy good power... Luffy, from this point on in the story, could just train new attacks and build up sort of like how long he could go Gear 5. Because if endgame Luffy is able to do Gear 5 almost infinitely, that you don't need another power-up. You don't. Like, that's plenty. This man is punching out Kizaru, one of the admirals, smacking him down and having him seeing stars after three chapters. Luffy fought Kaido for three years in the manga. And over the course of three chapters, about one month in our world, he's seemingly knocked Kizaru out. What in the world? So again, I understand why that would have taken him to his limit. But this is still absolutely absurd. The fact that we're seeing this. I can't get over like when you when you think about what we're actually seeing on the page that it's a five elder in front of the straw hats fighting a supernova during the same chapter that Luffy knocks out an admiral and and Vegapunk is present Dude, I love to I haven't talked about it enough I love St. J. Garcia Saturn's design. I love, 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 love his design. He looks so terrifying. And clearly this is the creature that we saw with the horns then during the Sabo flashback during Reverie. Remember we saw little glimpses of the other Gorosei? We saw the little shadows of them with the glowing eyes. So clearly he is the one with the horns that we saw that was over on the left-hand side. So we predicted that one correctly. We said he was like a cow or something, though. He doesn't look like a cow here. He looks like a devil spider thing. So were we wrong about the cow thing then? Probably. That's fine, though. Unless if he's like a yokai or something, if there's some cow thing I'm not familiar with. Otherwise, I don't know. But he's he's... He's teleporting through pentagrams, bro. And also, do they all have the possibility of doing this? Chat is saying, look up Ushioni real quick. Ushioni? Okay. Ushioni. Oh, oh, this is tough. Never mind. Okay, this is what he is. <laughs> Where? Never mind. We know what he is now. He's an Ushioni. Oh, this is 100% what he is. Let me pull this up on screen so you guys can see what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, 110% this is what he is. Dude, look at this. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's 100%. That's Saturn. Yes. This is a yoke. This is like a yokai. Okay. That, I mean, that's him. That's not even a question. That is definitely what he is. The Ushioni is a yokai from the folklore of Western Japan. The folklore describes more than one kind of Ushioni, but the depiction of a bovine-headed... So we were kind of right about the cow thing then. If you go back to our reaction like months and months and months ago, when we saw the Goro say, we said that he was going to be a cow or an ox or something. That's what he is. 
The Ushioni is a yokai from the folklore of Western Japan who have brutal and savage personalities. We saw that from this chapter alone. Their appearance varies based on geographical location, but usually they have an ox head with sharp, upward curving horns and a slender tongue. They spit poison and enjoy killing and... Oh, oh, they spit poison! So that's what happened to the Commodore then. When that one Commodore got knocked out and got sent backwards and the dude looked and it looked like his head was gone, he spit poison at him. They spit poison and enjoy killing and eating humans. The body is depicted as spider-like with six legs and long singular uh, claws at the end of each appendage. They have the head of an ox and an oni's torso, and certain legends claim that they appear in front of temple gates in the mountains wearing human clothing or flying with the wings of insects. Okay. So then, so then are all... I, I love the idea that the Gorosei would all be yokai. I think that's actually really cool, because this is something that I brought up years and years and years ago. If you go back to like my Whole Cake Island reviews... Some of you might remember this. Longtime fans of the channel remember this. Years ago, I said that I thought it would be really cool when we got to Wano Country for them to dive deep into yokai folklore for some of the creatures that would be on Kaido's squad. That, like, they would, they would, because at the time, Yokai Watch was a popular game on DS, and, like, I was researching it and stuff. I play the old NES game Ninja Jaja Marokun. There's, like, yokai characters that are on there. And I said that I wanted. That type of stuff added into Wano Country. Honestly, would have never expected that the yokai would have been tied to the Gorosei. But I also think that's a really, really cool thing. Because then maybe, maybe, maybe Emu is the devil user. Maybe Emu is like the true devil. And then all his subordinates have different yokai powers. Now I kind of feel like I got to go look up other yokai powers and research who the other Gorosei could potentially be. Because, I mean, again, this is a no-brainer. This is definitely, absolutely, 100% what he is. There's not even a question in my mind here. Saturn is an Ushioni. Without a doubt. That is what he is. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. And Oda's going to jump at the chance to make their design so cool, too. Yo, I love this. I love this. Commodores and below aren't even allowed to have an audience with them. Something's coming out of the circle. Here we go. And then, oh, dude. This chapter was so fire because not only did you get the stuff with Saturn revealing his devil fruit power, not only did you get that final fight, that final punch from Luffy and Kizaru, Bonnie stabbing St. Garcia... You also got that great moment with the Vice Admirals, with the guy potentially with an otter power, and Bluegrass with the Ride Ride Fruit. You, that means that someone out there somewhere in time made a wish to be able to ride on anything. As the driver with the Ride Ride Fruit, I can take on and ride anything. So does... I'm just, I'm confused. Because I understand what that would mean for like a pacifista, right? Because a, a pacifista isn't a living being. But if you're an awakened ride ripe fruit user and she says she can ride on anything, does that mean if you're somebody who's super strong that has this devil fruit power, you could just jump on someone's back and ride them into the sea and then hop off and just basically drown them? 
Because that's kind of that's kind of powerful. If you can use this on actual people, and not just on pacifistas and on other things, that is a wild power. And this is obviously a power that is perfectly suited for what's going on in Egghead Island right now. Because, yeah, you're right, does that also mean that she can fly? Because, again, if she can ride anything, can she jump on the back of, like, an airplane or an airship and just be like, I'm out of here? <laughs> and, like, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of right now, I'm thinking of, like, Link in Tears of the Kingdom where you make the little the little fan machines. You've got, like, the two fans and you fuse them together and you put them on the little... You know what I'm talking about? Like you put them on the little, the little driver's seat and then you just like fly through the sky of Hyrule. Can she do that? If she can ride on anything, I'm assuming she could. She just screws together two fans and a little thing and then whoop, drives off. Yo. But she seems like an old woman. It says Navy Admiral, Vice Admiral. Like she's still a Vice Admiral. And you can't necessarily sleep on the Vice Admirals, but not all the Vice Admirals are GARP. I don't think Bluegrass is GARP level. That is really, truly wild stuff. Yo. The, I mean, there is so much. And then the, the near-death experience attack from Bonnie as well, where she literally ages the guy up to his death for a second and then knocks him out and allows him to see his own death. That is crazy. If she could do that to more than one person at a time and just have give everyone a near-death experience and knock them out, Bruh. Bonnie, Bonnie stocks are so high after this chapter. Bonnie is riding high. Taking on some of these other members, doing the near-death experience, meeting Bluegrass, taking on another person who's got another devil fruit power, and then stabbing Agorose. Not only, like, you think back to when Luffy punched a celestial dragon, and what a big moment that was. She literally stabbed the guy who they made an announcement over the intercom saying that the Commodores aren't even allowed to look at this dude. Bruh. And then I'm also wondering, at the end of the chapter... When she looks up and says Saint Saturn, and she's got the tears in her eyes, I wonder if they've met before. Because you also have that moment with Vegapunk saying Saint Saturn. And Saturn goes, indeed, I thought uh, we already had you killed, Vegapunk. I gave you an order. And then Bonnie's thinking back. He must not have any will left. That'll mean that Kuma is... Kuma's got to be on his way. I think in the next, like, three or four chapters, I think Kuma arrives. Because when he teleported out of there after the fight with Akainu, and Akainu blew half of his face away, I think he is currently en route to Egghead right now. I think Kuma is flying through the sky, and I think this is it. I think what we're looking at right now with St. Saturn on page 18, I think right here we're looking at the guy who kills Kuma. That's really what I think. Because I think having the story ties here with Bonnie and Bonnie stabbing him, and the ties with Vegapunk, and Kuma being on his way to Egghead right now, seemingly. I think we're looking at the guy who's going to kill Kuma once and for all. I think Vegapunk, Frankie, Sanji, Bonnie, they're all there. They all got to escape. They all got to get out to Elbath. They need someone to be a distraction. I think it's going to be Kuma. 
I don't know if it happens. Also, Luffy is out of power. He said, that's my limit. He's done. So Luffy is down for the count. Luffy can't even fight. So we're not getting what we've been assuming. We're not getting Luffy versus Saturn. The time is not right. Luffy's out of there. I mean, he made it, he made it very, very clear on page 17. That is my limit. And he punches out Kizaru and says, I'm seeing stars and sends him flying. So Luffy versus Kizaru, I am assuming, with the Gum Gum star gun, star gun attack, excuse me, which is super awesome, I think that's the end of the fight. I think that is what we are getting of Luffy Kizaru. And I think the next couple chapters is just, we gotta get the heck out of here. That things are getting too scary, these vice admirals are showing up, the Gorosei himself is showing up, he obviously is able to override the, the pacifista orders, Potentially overriding to the the um, Seraphim. He's got to go. So I think maybe next chapter we get maybe a, more of a flashback with Bonnie. Maybe seeing more of Kuma. And I kind of feel like maybe the... I could see the end panel of the next chapter being Kuma arriving. Where it seems like Saturn's going to kill Bonnie. And then all of a sudden, boom, you see Kuma. And he's teleported just in the nick of time so Bonnie doesn't die. To me, that's where I feel like this is going thematically. Because again, if Luffy has been taken out and he's at his limit from fighting Kizaru, which also makes sense. Because I think, but it's also wild because of how long Luffy was fighting with Kaido. And then now Luffy punching out Kizaru in like three days is absurd. Not even three days in, within the chapter. You know, it's been it's been three chapters for us. It's only been like what, couple hours for them, and he's knocking out Kizaru, bro. This chapter was incredible. Like this this one was actually incredible. And even the stuff with the design choices with the Gorosei, like I said, having the pentagrams there as their teleportation. And because this one was so Bonnie-focused and because we saw so many of her powers and she's like at the forefront of everything that's going on and Saturn straight up said a couple chapters ago, don't even worry about Bonnie. She's a little girl, leave her alone. She's nobody. For her to be the one that stabs Saturn, because Saturn, Saturn obviously, he's just taken aback, right? This is like a squared Whitebeard situation. Obviously, she's not doing damage to him. And he might be bleeding a little bit, but he's clearly just looking down like Bonnie. And she's saying Saturn and she's crying. Oh my god, man. I really, I think this is, I think we are like five chapters from the end then. I really do. If we're at the end game and Luffy cannot do any more damage. And Kizaru's been knocked out. And we know where everybody is. And Zoro's fighting Luchi. And we see Chopper with Nami and, and Usopp. I think we're out of here in the next couple chapters. I think they snag Luffy. I think it looks like all hell breaks loose. I think this continues into next chapter. I think we're going to get like some crazy potential altercations with Saturn. Something more maybe with the Seraphim. Maybe we see somewhat of a resolution with Zoro and Luchi. I don't know. But, the, I mean, they got to leave. They got to get the heck out of here now. 
if Luffy is exasperated, they gotta leave. Which again, to me, leaves Kuma, who is already so near death, is already not even his former self, has been taken out half of his face by Akainu. Like, he's gonna show up here, he's gonna save Bonnie, he's gonna give them one last escape. You know what I can even see him doing? Honestly? Kuma has the perfect power in which maybe as like a last resort attack, I could see Kuma's awakening being being able to teleport people around him using a giant paw without actually physically touching them. Like, you know how he is able to manifest the giant paws? Maybe his awakening is that he manifests like a giant paw or multiple giant paws and those, those little floating paws can touch people and send them flying without him actually physically touching them. And that is how Luffy and Frankie and Vegapunk and Bonnie and Sanji and everyone who's on the island who's an ally of the Straw Hats gets the heck out of there and gets teleported to Elbaf. And that, and that Kuma is just the last man standing in the wreckage of Egghead Island with Saturn being there and all the Vice Admirals. And then we get that full, we see in the memory what Bonnie saw, right? Because we didn't get to fully see what Bonnie saw in those memories. We get to see fully what Bonnie saw. And then that goes back to what I was saying a couple chapters ago, where I feel like his last resort could be sending not just the Straw Hats and not just everybody else out to safety, but also sending out punk records to the world. You know how Vegapunk's whole thing is that he wants to disseminate punk records to the world and make it basically like so the world has Wikipedia? I feel like there is some type of Order 66 type thing, still, that dates back to the theories that I had back in Dress Rosa, that Vegapunk programmed in as a last resort for Kuma, that Kuma will activate to disseminate the information to the world. And that if Punk Records leaks and the world sees Kuma's memories and sees the truth about the world and finds out all this classified information while the Straw Hats and everybody are in Elbaf and now the rest of the world has to deal with the fact that it's like the... Because they said it's an Ohara-level incident. Think about what Ohara was. Ohara was the government destroying, seemingly, destroying all this information, right? Wiping out all this information from the world. What if the answer has been in front of all of us the whole time and that the O'Hara level incident is the reverse of that? And instead of the world government destroying the information, it's the rest of the information finally being disseminated to everyone else. Not only achieving what Vegapunk's dream was, not only getting them the heck out of there, but also wrapping up what we got with Bonnie and also building upon the idea that so many of the story arcs of post-time skip have been parallels to things that we've seen pre-time skip, where Egghead almost is like a Saba Odi 2.0 situation, where Kuma shows up and sends them all flying, but the only difference is that now Kuma gets killed by Saturn. Bro... This is incredible. And especially because Kizaru was the one that was there in Sabaody, and now he's present here, and he gets punched out by Luffy? 
This is absurd. This is and Bonnie's one of the supernovas. She was there in Sabaody. This is fire. This is absolutely fire. And then I'm also wondering, because we know Blackbeard is here and we still haven't seen from Blackbeard yet. We know we saw Blackbeard's ship. So then, the question I pose to all of you in the chat right now is that we saw Blackbeard's ship. Is Blackbeard maybe not going to involve himself in any of this at all? And is Blackbeard maybe going to wait until all of this ends and then be the vulture that he is and just scoop out what's left of Egghead Island? Like pick up the stragglers, take the other Navy officers in, similar to what he did with Kobe, right? Like pick up the other vice admirals and things that weren't able to actually do anything. Maybe steal punk records and he'd just be a vulture. This is wild stuff, though. Especially because Blackbeard's whole thing, right, is that he wanted Full of Lead Island to be part of the official world government. If Blackbeard shows up at the end of all of this and steals some stuff and picks up some naval soldiers and comes face-to-face -face with Saturn, Blackbeard could maybe 1v1 plead his case as a Yonko to a Gorosei himself in real life, say, look, Saturn... I'm here now. <laughs> You're not ready to take me on, and I don't want to fight you. How about let's make full of lead a real thing, and I'll do whatever you want me to do. I could see that happen, too. Bruh. This is fire. This really is such a good chapter. And I think having him appear in this way... Because I, I honestly thought when we were talking about Saturn, Saturn showing his face, the teleportation stuff, the stuff with Kizaru, I honestly really thought Saturn was going to be the final villain in terms of like the final fight of Egghead. I don't think that's the case. I think this little thing that we saw of him just in this chapter alone is enough to show us and is hype enough to be like, we can't touch him yet. We're not there yet. We're not at that level yet. We can get there, but we're not there yet. Bro. And then I'm also wondering with the Zoro and Luchi class, like, how is that stuff going to resolve? Because now almost like he's teased that, but I don't think we're going to get that as a full fight. I think it's just Zoro holding off Luchi until they can actually fully escape. So maybe, yo, you know what would be sick? What if one of the people left over when Kuma teleports everybody? What if one of the people left over is Luchi? Because Luchi knows the Gorosei. He's seen the Gorosei before. What if, what if Luchi is one of the people left over and Luchi becomes the new Kobe? You know what I mean? Where like Blackbeard <laughs> stole Kobe? What if Blackbeard steals Luchi? A worn out Luchi who fought Luffy and fought Zoro. And Blackbeard's like, Zaha, come here with me, little kitty cat. And wraps him up and steals him. <laughs> Yo, that I actually kind of love that. I would love... See, I, I'm, I'm really getting sold on this idea now. Thinking of where everybody is geographically within Egghead Island, I kind of love the idea that Blackbeard does just scoop up who's left and maybe steals Kaku and maybe steals Luchi. That would be fire. 
And then maybe that, oh, dude, see, this is like, it's setting up so many cool story ties. Because then, if Blackbeard does that, let's say, for example, Blackbeard does scoop up what's left here. And then Blackbeard maybe takes Lucy and takes Kaku. Maybe that brings Blackbeard to Cross Guild, right? Because Cross Guild has the bounties out for the people in the world government and the people in, um, in the Navy. What if... He then takes Luchi and Kaku to Cross Guild, and he's like, give me some money, buddy. <laughs> and we get a confrontation with them and with Mihawk and with Crocodile. Bro, there's too much. This is so fire. This really, I mean this genuinely, this is like one of the best chapters of Egghead Island. For what this means for the story, this is one of the best. Without a doubt. There's no question in my mind. This is one of the best. Absolutely fire across the board. This is one of the best chapters of Egghead. Period. Full stop. Egghead has also been such a good arc, but I feel like this truly, I guess to wrap up kind of like my reactions and reviews before I get to all of your guys's, and I've been saying this throughout Egghead, I feel like Egghead has been such a great arc, beginning to end. I know some people didn't love some of the stuff that was happening early on with the other Vegapunks. I thought that stuff was great. I think the only real moments where I was like, mm, you're losing me a little bit, are because there were so many plot threads that were being left unresolved throughout Egghead that were being sort of dispersed. I kind of felt like things were getting a little messy in the past couple chapters. And while I would have loved, instead of having like the, because we didn't, now, now that we saw this near-death thing with Bonnie, we really didn't need, like this proves my point in my review last chapter. We did not need that little moment of filler with Bonnie last chapter. We didn't need that little moment of filler was Zoro and Lucci, because again, that fight didn't go anywhere. We're just showing that he's holding them off. We didn't need those little moments of filler with like where the Straw Hats were, because you literally see in this chapter a quick glimpse of where all, the, all of them are anyway. So we didn't need that. So I stand by my point last chapter that we didn't need some of that stuff, and that we could have just focused on Luffy and Kizaru. But I think he resolves it in this chapter. I think him showing what he did in this chapter, just a little glimpses of where they all are, and it's clear where they all are, that was enough. This, this was fantastic. Because really the only thing that we needed last chapter was the stuff with Vegapunk and Atlas. All the stuff related to the Vega tank, because obviously that gets us to where we are in this chapter right here. I just, I really, I love this. I love this. This feels like the egghead that I was falling in love with. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Incredible. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. No question here. No doubt. Mr. Denden Mushi. Peta peta. Denden Mushi, you can go re uh, report back to Naval Headquarters. This is a 10 out of 10. Peta peta peta. What? Peta peta peta. Yes, and thank you again to Casetify for sponsoring today's video. Peta 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 peta. Yes, and I know you're sold out of the Casetify store, but you can get Casetify phone cases on Casetify.com right now. I agree. Peta peta peta. <laughs> I do love this little guy. He's great. All right. Thumbnail time. We got to see the thumbnails. Then we're going to jump into some of your super chats. We're going to jump into some of that discussion. Let's do this. Thumbnail time. I have no doubt. I'm sure James did. I'm sure he did Saturn. If James didn't do Saturn, I I don't even know what James is doing. I'm sure. Oh. Ho, ho. Okay. Okay, James. Oh, I love the color scheme with the red and the oranges and the black. That looks like the devil rising out of the pentagrams. Yo! That is nice. Oh, I love the use of orange and red. 
seemingly like paralleling the fires of hell as he's rising out of the hole. And also, I love the added little effect he put on his eyeballs, too. Dude! Where he's staring down, pushing down with his cane. Oh, yo, James. That is clean. That looks so, 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 so good. And you've got like the black smoke of his awakening form coming in the background too. Yo, that is gorgeous. Getting full Metal Alchemist vibes off of this? Totally. I mean, off of the pentagrams even earlier, for sure. Dude, James, I love this. I also really love that he did this because it's smart from the perspective of future-proofing. Because the thing is, we know what Saturn looks like in terms of his color scheme in the anime, but we don't know what his actual devil fruit form looks like. We don't know that colorization, and we're not going to know it probably for about a year. I think it's so smart that James went with sort of a color scheme that works due to the lighting of the situation. Because no matter what the colorization is on Saturn's legs or on his body or his beard or whatever, if you're looking at this from the perspective of like Saturn rising out of fire, it's orange. That's what's reflecting off of him and it looks good. I love this. Cesar also says, you know what Saturn looks like a little bit here? The old guy Kamaji from Spirited Away, the one that works with the coal in the basement. He totally does. <laughs> he totally does. Kabaji, the only thing is Kabaji doesn't have the double horns. Kabaji, I don't think, is an Ushioni. I think Kabaji is just meant to be a spider. Yo, James, this is gorgeous, though. This is seriously so, 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 so good. Wow. Gorgeous. I also love that he left the little frame on the side for the thumbnail. Beautiful, so I could very easily splice in my little page turn. Dude. Absolutely incredible. I do kind of wonder why Ohara got a buster call instead of um, a member of the Gorosei going to the actual island to finish the job. It feels like they're considering Egghead a bigger threat than Ohara. I think the thing is, is that at the time of Ohara, the Gorosei were not aware that the sun god Nika has awakened. But now, even Saturn, when he sees Luffy in the chapter, sees Luffy and goes, Nika? So I feel like, to me, that's sort of, that's ramping things up a little bit. I think them being aware that the Sun God has returned, that Joy Boy has returned, means they have to turn things up a notch. That they have to just show up themselves. Because if they don't... Because I don't think Saturn's showing up to Egghead. I don't think Saturn expected to be used. I think Saturn was there to monitor the situation to make sure things didn't get too crazy. But I don't think Saturn was fully expecting to fight. That... Oh my gosh, dude. This is just... This is wild. Also, Roger, now that the strike is over, I hope to see your live reaction soon. Again, I want to clarify for people once again. I'm going to mention this every time until it ends up being resolved. Once again, people, the WGA strike, which is the Writers Guild strike. The Writers Guild strike is over. That is not the strike that affects me. That's not the reason why I can't do the One Piece live reactions for the live action. The reason why I cannot is due to the SAG strike, which is still ongoing. The Screen Actors Guild strike, of which I am an eligible person who can join the Screen Actors Guild. The Screen Actors Guild is the reason why I cannot promote or do videos on the One Piece live action. So again, and you're, you're okay, Elves, don't worry. I'm glad you brought it up because this is a good way to reiterate for people who are wondering where my One Piece live action stuff is. Once again, the second the Screen Actors Guild strike is over, 
There will be One Piece live action content from me. I am behind the scenes cooking on content right now. I There will be something. But until that day, peace and love, peace and love, there will not be One Piece live action content on the channel. But the second the SAG strike is over, the Screen Actors Guild, I will be there. Absolutely. I'm dumb, so I can't remember. How are you SAG eligible? I've been in commercial work. I've been on camera. I've been in TV shows. So that's why. So what, So essentially, like, if you're... I'll explain this a little bit. Essentially, I was on a TBS show last year as a Nintendo brand ambassador, and I was on this TBS show playing Switch games with Saturday Night Live members. I've also done commercial work before in the past that was SAG-eligible commercial work. Because I've done that stuff... At some point, I could join the union if I needed benefits. Right now, I pay for my health insurance myself. I do all that stuff myself. Eventually, one day, though, if I was doing more things on camera or doing more commercial work, I could then join the Screen Actors Guild. Like, let's say, for example, YouTube isn't a thing anymore, right? And I'm not able to pay for my benefits myself. I could then join the guild and join the union and get my health insurance and stuff through them. But I don't need that right now, so I'm not part of it. But one day I could be. And if I was to go against the strike, that would mean I would no longer be able to get any of that in perpetuity forever. I would not be able to join it. It would be seen as scabbing, and I wouldn't be able to do it. So again, it's personal because of me. I understand that you guys as viewers, some of you don't care about the strikes. I get it, but again, it doesn't affect... It's not, I'm not doing it because of you guys. I'm doing it because of me. It directly affects me. So it is what it is. All right, we're done talking about this now. People are being annoying. We're moving on. We got other stuff to discuss. I got super chats. I got a lot of other stuff. Let's move on to this. Let me pull up these super chats really quickly. And let me know. Uh, let me open this up. All right, hold on. Super chats, super chats, super chats. Let's get into One Piece time. Because again, I, me sitting here and explaining what the strikes are going on about, like, you, it doesn't matter. You guys, it's irrelevant to your actual life. All right, here we go. Let me open this up. Bada bing. Bada boom. Let me see. Where are the super chats? Okay. Where are they? Analytics. Did you already read the chapter? We did indeed. We did indeed. All right, hold on. Let me pull this up. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, full screen. Here we go. Boom. We're moving on back. Let's see. Uh, the first one comes from Alejandro, who said, Remember, Sabo said that he didn't know Hell was on top of the red line, and now we know why. That's true! That's true. That does sort of change what Sabo said all those chapters ago. I didn't even think about that. Yo! He did say that. He did say that specifically. When Sabo was on the top, so then I'm wondering, he must have seen all the other ones. Well, obviously he did. It wasn't just silhouettes for him. He actually saw what they looked like. So then I am wondering then, if Emu, straight up, is the devil, like the devil devil fruit user, <laughs> and then everyone else... They're all yokai climbing out of the pits of hell. Yo! I love that. I never even would have thought about that connection 
bringing that back to what Saba was saying. That is so cool. Um, we also know why Brooks' summoning circle also looks the same as Saturn now, bringing up how they were talking about Satan and Hell during the time skip. That's true. I forgot about that, too. The first time that we saw Brooks' summoning circle. Good point. Uh, Thawwid super chatted and said, Chapter 233, Behind the Gorosei, and Chapter 524, Brooks' reintroduction. Maybe that stuff was indeed precedent for the chapter. So building off what Alejandro just said as well. Monkey D Thief says, uh, super chatted and said, JD no longer affiliates with Grandpappy Saturn. <laughs> oh, because he's JD Garcia. That's cute. <laughs> Sylvan super chatted and said, the form looks like the monster from Suchigumo, the spider with the horns. So bringing it back to what we were talking about earlier. Um, I absolutely love reading One Piece Live with you. Thank you. Thank you very much for being here. Appreciate it. Uh, love the videos, by the way, says Raftail Rider, super chatting and saying the pentagrams also appeared in chapter 233. I kind of want to go back real quick. Let's look up chapter 233 just for a second. Let's look this up. That would have been in, what? I think it would have been around here. 233. Let's look this chapter up. Maybe it's this one? Hold on a minute. I think it is, a, yeah, 235. All right, so it's this volume. We're pulling up this volume. Volume 25, here we go. Volume 25. Here we go. Volume 25. Oh, shut up. Dude. He's literally been planning this from the start. He's been planning this. On this spread... You can literally see the little pentagrams behind them. What? This was chapter 233. He knew from this moment that they were going to be like yokai from hell. That is absurd. Also, though, that kind of makes sense, because if Oda way back then was already setting up what the Gorosei were and who the final villains of the series were going to be and the top heads of the world government, that would make sense that he would have already known their power sets way back then. Interesting. That is really, really neat. I'm glad you guys told me to look that up. Um... Also, Monkey Thief mentions that each of the Gorosei probably has a number on their pentagram, one through five, with emus probably being zero, because we saw the five today with Saturn. Maybe. The pentagram also has five sides, enough for each Gorosei. So each side is a Gorosei, and then the one in the middle is emu rising from it. Yo! Yo, that's crazy! I, wow, that's crazy! Big Mac super chatted and said, if Saturn is not an Ushioni, 
What else do you think he is? I think he is an Ushioni. That's a good question, Big Mac, who super chatted $20. Thank you very much, Big Mac. I think he is an Ushioni. I have no doubt about it. That's what he is now. And when we looked that up and we pulled up those yokai and we saw that one specifically and we talked about the cow way back when and we also saw the stuff with the spider legs, there's no doubt about it in my mind at all. Charlie! Say an absolutely bonkers chapter. Love the cover by James as well. Charlie, welcome, my friend. Shout out to Shiro Bear-Chan. Nice to see you in here, buddy. I, yeah, there's no doubt about it in my mind. Saturn is an Ushioni then. No doubt about it. 110%, that's what he is. The question that I have then is what are the other Goro say? What other yokai could the other Goro say be? I might have to look into it. I might have to do some research. You, I might, I might have to cook a little bit. I might have to do a One Piece theory. This is, this is awesome. This is genuinely really, 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 really cool. Wow. What a good chapter, man. I'm losing my mind. Aaron Ferguson donated and said, I have a theory based on the five of the pentagram as well. We have St. Saturn as five. The next one would be St. Jupiter with four. St. Mars with three. Oh, going in the order. Going in the order of the planets. Jupiter and then Mars. And then St. Venus Juro. And then St. Mercury, And then lastly, at the end of it all, Imusama as zero. So going back to the whole idea with the numbers on the pentagram, with Imu being zero, and of course being the final devil. Dude, that's great. This is so good. This is seriously so good. Oh, Chris donated and said, Chapter 907 on the last page, you could also see the Room of Authority ceiling has pentagrams on the decor of the upper walls. 907? What volume is that? 907? That would be, what, 93? Volume 93? Nope, nope, nope. 92. Uh-oh. My CDs are falling down. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go. 907, volume 90. So this is like when, when Shanks goes to see them. Now what part of it? What, what was it again? On the last page. Oh yeah, you can see it again. Yeah, there you go. Once again, they're there, once again. You can see them. Hiding in plain sight. Wow, and you can see it on the ceiling as well. Hidden behind the text bubble. Dude! I, I, I can't believe that. I really can't believe that this has just been hiding in plain sight the whole time. Especially after Sabo literally said in the chapter, I can't believe the hell is on the top of Marijoa. That's crazy. What a good chapter. Good Lord. Mike Moore donated and said, by the way, what are your thoughts on Saturn calling Luffy Nika instead of Straw Hat? It's like this devil knows Nika personally. And the ah, the surface, it's been so long. Has he been a full-on devil just chilling in the pentagram room with the Gorosei for so long? Also, what does that mean when Shanks visits them? And stuff? Dude, this is crazy, man. <laughs> this is so good. This chapter was seriously so good. The stuff that sets up for the future is incredible. 
Austin Smith super chatted and said Kuma sending the straw hats to Elbeth is going to mirror Saba Odi for sure. But I would also be down for Big News Morgans picking him up as well. Dude, I, you know, I am also team Big News Morgans brings Vivi and Wapple here. Vivi gets Kuma's devil fruit and is the final member of the straw hat crew with the pawpaw fruit fulfilling the prophecy of the guy from the SBS pre-time skip. I would love that. I want Vivi to be the new pawpaw fruit owner. I've said this multiple times. I want it to happen. I don't know if it will, but I want it to happen. So I would not be against Big News Morgan's going to. Man. Uh, Mike Moore donated again and said, on your Blackbeard taking of the leftovers theory, combined with the three Devil Fruit Blackbeard theory, if he took one other Devil Fruit, whose would he take? I mean, I said way, 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 way back prior to Wano Country that I had assumed he'd want the strongest zone, which had been hyped up at that point in the story to be Kaido, because Kaido was the strongest beast alive, and Kaido has now been defeated. So to me, it almost makes... If, if he wanted to collect a third Devil Fruit and have the strongest zone, the strongest Paramecia, and the strongest Logia, with the Darkness Fruit, the Earthquake Fruit, and then potentially the Dragon Fruit, you would think he would have gone to Wano instead of coming here to Egghead Island. So I don't necessarily think he's coming here for a Devil Fruit. I think he's coming here for information. He's coming here for leverage. He's coming to see a say, Because he's got all the information. He's a Yonko. He's, he's clued in. He's got his own Golden Transponder Snail from Case Defy. He knows. He knows what's happening. So, yeah, I, I don't necessarily feel like he is coming here for a Devil Fruit. I think he's coming here for information. I think if he wanted a Devil Fruit, he wanted the strongest zone, he would have gone to Wano Country and scooped up the leftovers from Luffy and gone into the lava and gotten Kaido's fruit. Yeah. Wild. Absolutely wild. Uh, Midnight says, Bonnie's got to step, uh, step aside. Zoro's got to be there. Uh, oh, no. And then also fulfilling another one of the parallels, saying Bonnie stopped Zoro in Sabaody. But this time around, Bonnie is the one stabbing Saturn. Good point. Very good point. Because she was the one who stopped. That's right. She was the first one. Thinking about it, she was the very, very first one back in Sabaody to warn Zoro about the Celestial Dragons and that you can't mess with them. And then now she's the first one in the story, canonically, to actually stab one. Bro, Oda is, Oda is Gota this week. Truly Oda is Gota this week. I can't even front. I'm fanboying, but like this is Oda at his peak. This is him at his peak this week. This is phenomenal. Bruh. Wow. I, I, oh man. This was so good. Mike Man Cool donated and said Blackbeard's gonna go to Egghead to clean up the scraps uh, and then capture Caribou and learn the world's secrets. Maybe he is there for Caribou. Maybe. I'm glad you got your meme in, by the way, this week, Mike. <laughs> I appreciate it. Maybe he is there for Caribou. Who knows? Uh, much, how I say your name? Much, m much, mucha? Mucha much? I don't know how to say your name. I'm very sorry. But much. Hopefully you know what I'm talking about. Says, Imusama is an Otsutsuki and potentially could bring devil fruits to planets. And then the one who eats the Nika fruit changes his body to become a suitable host for Im. Change my mind. One piece is Boruto. Bro, stop. Stop, stop. I might have just done a Boruto read through. Stop. Don't even say that, bro. He is not an Otsutsuki. We're not, we're not getting into that. If you guys want Boruto content, go watch my Boruto reaction stream I did last week. Go read that instead. Roger's Base Reads Boruto. Uh, we did the whole Kawaki arc. Go read it. That would be wild, though. 
Sam Fisher donated and super chatted and said, if all the Gorosei are yokai, I actually think that Emu might be an Umibozu. Oh, bring it up. Sam, you're a little late. We talked about this a lot. We talked about this a lot. Yeah, we, we did bring this up. Oh, wait a minute. No. Oh, no. Excuse me. No, we didn't. You're saying Emu. I think Emu might be an Umibozu. Wait a minute. I'm sorry, Sam. Hold on. Wait, let me let me let me let you cook for a second. If all the Gorosei are yokai, I think Emu is an Umibozu. That is the yokai that sinks ships. Look it up. It's supposedly the only way to survive it is by hiding in a barrel. What, like Luffy? Like when we first saw Luffy, how he was in a barrel? Emu is an Umibozu. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. See, my content brain is so used to seeing the same theories over and over again that I thought you were saying the Ushioni thing that we were just talking about was Saturn. No, 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 no. You're talking about Emu. Wait, let me look this up real quick. Hold on. Umibozu. Wait a minute. Bro. This, this might be him, bro. <laughs> Wait. I feel like I was just spoiled on Emu's Devil Fruit Power. This is him. I, I genuinely feel like I just got spoiled, bro. Look at this. <clears throat> That's what the Umibozu looks like. I think it might be over for me. <laughs> I think... I think that's actually what he is. What? This. Because that could take us back to the Florian Triangle stuff too. The Umibozu are paranormal phenomenon or yokai in Japanese folklore. Also, Umi backwards, Emu. The other names of the Umibosu include the Umihoshi, the sea priest, or the Umiyudo the sea priest. Little is known about the origin of the Umibozu, but they are sea spirits and have multiple sightings throughout Japan. Umibozu appear to sailors on calm seas, which quickly turn tumultuous. Which, oh my gosh. Wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They either break the ships on emergence or demand a bucket or a barrel from sailors and prepare to drown them. The only safe way to escape an Umibozu is to give it a bottomless barrel and then sail away while it's confused. There's like a lot on this Wikipedia page. I feel like I have to read through a lot of this. But this right here where it says, Umibozu always appear in the ocean during peaceful waters and then turn the waters tumultuous is a very, very interesting thing because not only does the barrel thing bring it back to chapter one with Luffy of him popping out of the barrel, but also the Umibozu having the power to turn the waters tumultuous could explain how Emu and the world government could have built the red line and turned the waters across the, ga the Grand Line into tumultuous waters. Because that's their territory. They could have turned the seas 
into the seas we know now with the east blue, the west blue, the north blue, and the south blue, and the Grand Line. That's kind of crazy, actually. And then that dates back, because then if Emu has an Umibozu devil fruit power, we might have actually seen real Umibozu, assuming that the devil fruits are based on real creatures, we might have seen real Umibozu during Thriller Bark and not known what they were, and that was maybe supposed to be our hint to what Emu would eventually be. And remember again that by removing Lulucia, the water level of the world rose once more, making the seas more tumultuous. I feel like I genuinely got spoiled on Emu now. I think this is Emu. I think this is it. This is him. This is that guy right here. This is him. I really feel like this is it. Especially with the Emu and, o and Umi thing with the reverse. I think this might be it. And now knowing they're yokai? Well, thank you very much for sending that theory my way, Sam. I appreciate it. Wow. It's all coming together. Wow. David Ortiz super chatted and said, It's crazy how everyone loves these new devil fruits and Blackbeard could just come in and negate them. Follow it up with a quick punch and two awakenings and it's all over. <laughs> That's true. He could just stop a lot of these vice admirals if he chose. Uh, Gape Horn also said, uh, What if the five elders have no devil fruits but are just devils? and could be the last race missing from the ones that we know. And what if Fujitora blinded himself because he knew the truth about them? You think he blinded himself because he saw hell? Maybe. Meadow Pan, super chatted, sent $5, thank you very much. David Ortiz, super chatted and said, Gear 5 drains stamina since it's an awakening. Um, not hockey, whereas Gear 4 Drained both because it was used. Still, I see Luffy getting up with Conqueror's Hockey? Let me read that again. Gear 5 drained stamina since it's an awakening. It's not hockey, whereas Gear 4 drained both because it used both. So I could definitely see Luffy still getting up, utilizing his hockey. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Canadian Schnitzel. Some of these names are funny today. Canadian Schnitzel came through and said, uh, Chapter 100 is Dragon's intro. Do you think he's going to kill or hurt Saturn on Chapter 1100? I'm also not entirely opposed to Dragon showing up here. I definitely feel like Dragon could show up if Kuma shows up. If Kuma propels himself to Egghead, Dragon maybe makes his way to Egghead, and we ha have the first major confrontation between the revolutionaries and the world government, though technically Kuma's a revolutionary, so it would still be a confrontation with the revolutionaries. I could definitely see that happening on 1,000. I could see, honestly, I could see Egghead ending on 1,100. I do. Because there's enough thread lines where I think we can get a lot of stuff still within Egghead Island. Like the robot awakening from Luffy. We still got to see the robot. We still got to see Luchi Zoro. We still got to get everyone together. We still got to get Kuma. I mean, that's four chapters right there. You get two more chapters. Maybe Dragon shows up or Blackbeard shows up. You could easily bring this out to 1,100, yeah. Wow. Man, oh man. 
Wow, 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 wow. Devon, Devon, a.k.a. Schoolboy Beats, super chatted and said, I kind of think that Emu is a cross between um, a Nure Ona, which is not a yokai I'm familiar with, and almost and also an, uni, an Umi Bozu, which is what we just talked about. Let me look this up. Um, Roger also did mention turning the world upside down with the treasure, and the red line, the equator, is north-south instead of east-west. You think literally shifting the seas? Nure Ona, what is this? Let me look this up. The Nure Ona is another Japanese yokai which resembles a reptilian creature, seen like a snake. Oh, we did see... Well, hold on a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Nureona is a mysterious water being you. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. No. It says he's being used by the Ushioni. That means Saturn would have to be in control of this thing. Saturn's not in control of Emu. It's the reverse. Wait, let me read this real quick. Some about throwing babies. A man entrusted with a baby from a Nureona would be assaulted by an Ushioni, which is Saturn. The Ushioni would then say too bad and would be say, said in the same voice as the Nureona. They crush trees with their tail and feed on humans. And this brings up the poison thing as well. Interesting. So maybe we'll see some of these Nureonas as part of the power set from Saturn in upcoming chapters then. I don't think it has anything to do with Emu though. But either way, that's really cool. And Bryant Brawler super chatted and said, Do you think Bonnie is going to be able to use her ability on Jay Saturn next chapter. Isn't the whole thing with certain Devil Fruit abilities that if you're strong enough, you're sort of able to, like, overcome? That kind of feels like what Saturn would do to Bonnie, that Saturn is just so much more powerful than Bonnie that I feel like even if Bonnie uses her ability, she wouldn't necessarily be able to have it work on Saturn. Or it could give us a glimpse into what the Gorosei looked like when they were younger, which, again, we have had no idea or no even glimpse of what they could have looked like when they were younger at all. Devon uh, also donated again, though, and said, Remember, though, Nureona could also be Emu Nurona. Nurona. Okay. Let me look this up. Oh, because of Emu. Oh, Emu's name. That's right. The Nureona. I, I, you're right. I totally forgot about the name of Emu being the Nurona family. I, it's literally one little story thing I've completely forgot about. You're right. I forgot about that. Saint Emu of the Nurona family. Interesting. Interesting. I never would have even put the, the two together. When you said Nureona, I was thinking of the power set. I wasn't thinking of the name itself. You were saying that Emu's name itself comes from Emu Nureona. So the Nureona, the yokai, and Umi, the sea, Emu reversed, yo. Meadowpan also donated and said, Bro, chapter 524 also had the same demonic signs, just like what you showed earlier, as a reference to Satan and all this stuff with the yokai. Bro. 
There is so much to break down and to research and theorize from, from this chapter. There seriously is so much. I am excited to like actually break it down, to look off camera, to come up with theories, to come up with ideas for stuff, to research more into this, to look into other yokai. Incredible chapter once again. I'm going to end it here because we've been going for an hour and a half, which is longer than I have been doing in the past however many chapters. But this was so much fun, everybody. Thank you all for being here. This was an absolutely amazing chapter. Great to read live. I'm so happy I was unspoiled. This is so good. And on top of that, too, we are good because next chapter comes out this Sunday. It comes out this Sunday. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. This has been an absolutely phenomenal stream. Greatly appreciate it. Like, comment, subscribe. And until next time, I will talk. And thank you once again to Casetify for sponsoring. Till next time, I will talk to you guys later. Goodbye, everybody. Man, oh man, oh man. Incredible. Absolutely incredible.